0: section ninety nine of the jumble book this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit Librivox.org recording by lynn thompson the jumble book by david corey chapter ninety nine mayday frolics in merry old england suppose we go a-maying among old traditions, and see with what ceremonies our English ancestors welcomed the merry month. We do not celebrate the first day of May to any extent in this country, but in England, where the season is much earlier than ours, and the earth is already covered with wild flowers, May Day is more fitly celebrated. But even in England, the old customs have sadly fallen away. Once upon a time, every village had its annual setting up of the Maypole which was consecrated to the goddess of flowers, and early on May morning the young people went out to gather the may. The first thing was to select the maypole. The landed gentry allowed the villagers the choice of a suitable tree on their domains. A tall, straight sapling having been selected, it was speedily cut down and dragged to the village green by oxen gaily decorated with flowers and bright-coloured ribbons. Following after came the youths and maidens with wreaths of flowers which they twined around cottage doorways on their way to the green where they were to choose from among their number a lord and lady of may after a bower was built for them and the maypole set up there were merry dances the revelers donning mask and costume to represent robin hood friar tuck maid marian much the miller's son little john will scarlet and all the other famous characters of Mary sherwood pantomime was also indulged in for this was a simple age when simple pleasures satisfied the country people into the ring would come a hobby-horse and a dragon the former ambling and prancing about while the latter hissed and shook his wings to the great delight of the spectators there were also morris-dancers with bells attached to their heels and elbows who danced and capered musically after this came trials of skill in archery by robin hood and his fellows and when all these amusements grew tiresome the villagers thronged about the maypole and spent the remainder of the day in dancing but these may-day observances were not confined only to the country in london at one time tall poles were erected on may morning and green arbors and branches decorated the streets it was a great day for the milkmaids and chimney-sweeps who paraded the streets in companies begging a trifle from their customers the leader of the chimney sweeps called jack in the green was covered with the exception of his legs with green boughs garlands and nosegays he looked like a dancing bouquet as he moved up and down the street many a penny the sweeps collected from the admiring bystanders this was a custom up to about one hundred years ago and will perhaps remind some of the little readers of the ragamuffins who parade the streets of New York on Thanksgiving Day, begging a penny from every passer-by. Finally, many abuses arose in the observance of the day. In 1644, Parliament passed an act forbidding the erection of maypoles. Later, during the restoration of the gay Charles II, the maypoles came back and flourished for a long time. Gradually, however, as the ancient simplicity of manners departed from the lower orders of the people, who were its chief upholders, the May Day Festival fell into disuse, and now there are neither Maypoles nor Morris dancers, nor Jackson the Green End of Section ninety nine